right next to the sun. FPP 85, July 1st, 2013. Do you want to try that again, Mike? No. Mm. Well, the you want to do hats first, because you're ready for it. The song I'll be doing is, is in F. Yeah, yeah looks right. like he looks ready for it. Okay. Okay. So, this is a... Well, this song is for you, Mike, especially. Oh, sweet. Here we go. You gotta have something to keep your head warm when you don't got that much hair. When the temperature's so you think it might snow, you need hair kids to wear. Now, Mike is outside most all of the time with a camera in his hand. We're he needs warmth on demand So Jen answered his call She bought a hat, she bought a hat Hey Mike, we like your hats Give us a twirl, give us a twirl You got one special girl He bought a hat, oh she bought a hat Hey Mike, we like your hats Give us a twirl, give us a twirl We got one special girl A chapeau of blue, a baseball cap Two sombrero with a brim <laughs> The stalker's fine, the trilby is mine The fez belongs to him A headgear, a door, a should wear a fedora To say it really loud I'm really very proud So Jen answered his call She bought a hat, she bought a hat Hey Mike, we like your hats Give us a twirl, give us a twirl You got one special girl She bought a hat, oh she bought a hat Hey Mike, we like your hats Give us a twirl, oh, give us a twirl We got one special girl Let's talk, let's talk, let's talk about Let's talk, let's talk, let's talk about when you saw this hat. I did, yes. <laughs> Just right now. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the Summer FPP free-for-all. And in the studio, starting from my left, is uh, Rebecca Riley, Darren Riley. Hello. Recently married. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you very much. In from England to the U.S. Yep. Here visiting the FPP studio. That's right. W- thrilled to have you. 
In from beautiful downtown Finlay, Ohio, <laughs> is Leslie Lazenby. Hi, everyone. Hello, Leslie. Good to see you. Thank you. Good to see you. Next, with his drum. Metal vase. Metal vase. Vase, vase. What John Fideli. Hey. How you doing? Looking good, babe. Dane Johnson. Hello. Mark Dalzell. Hi. Hey, here we are. The FPP. Why don't we break the ice with a letter? <coughs> hey, Michael. I just purchased a Polaroid 420 off of eBay. Like you instructed us to do, I found out that the battery compartment had no corrosion in it and that the shutter fired. I ordered a three-bolt battery, and to my horror, the camera did not do the two clicks of the shutter when I tested it. Oh! Is there any other troubleshooting tips you can <laughs> offer me to see what is wrong with my camera? Thanks, Denver. Hmm. What do you think, Leslie? Denver. Actually, just because you put that battery in still doesn't mean those contacts are perfectly clean. Mm. That's exactly where I would start, is to check the contacts... Make sure they're clean and tight, because if he's using that 3-volt, that's that 9-volt battery clip dealy thing on each end, mm. and uh, sometimes you have to tighten those up a little bit. Mm. What do you clean them with? Contact cleaner? Contact cleaner. Yeah, it just says yeah. on the bottle, contact cleaner. It does. I. What do you? What contact cleaner do you use? I use, um, mm, I know the old name, ProGold, Deoxit. Oh, oh Deoxit, Deoxit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've used can. it long enough, I know it is ProGold. Keg. Yep. Yes, good stuff, yep. amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. What if it still doesn't work? Uh, then I send it to you. <laughs> I asked him to, just because you buy a battery new, doesn't yes. mean that battery even has any juice in it. Oh, really? Because it's a strange battery, it may be sitting on a shelf for mm, years. Absolutely. Strange. You may want to convert that to triple A's. Yeah. I had a similar problem with my Color Pack 2. Okay. I knew it had been working, I'd used it before, and then I used it for months. <laughs> Changed the batteries, nothing happening. But eventually, just kept pressing the shutter mm, for about see? five minutes. Oh, yeah. and eventually, it started working. It's the again. Dane Johnson technique. Yep. Yeah. Johnson technique. Oh. Yep, give it a workout. <laughs> work it. Yeah, you yeah. Work, work it. Work it like a Johnson. <laughs> oh, Shoot it like what? it's stolen. Like a Dane Johnson, right? <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah, work it like a Johnson. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I think that was that bad. No, it's no. going to. This is from uh, Eddie Film Shooter, John, oh. our good friend Eddie Asselino. Is that right? Oh, he well. Oh, great, Eddie. Have you seen Eddie lately? No, I have not. Last time I saw him was in Starbucks about two years ago. These are links. It's a website. Do any of you guys recognize? Read them all out. Yeah, you guys know any of these links? HTTP. Colon slash slash. Well, these are some. Michael Russell style. Some sites he recommends. Yes, links I found. Hey, Mike, it's Eddie. Hey, Mike, it's Eddie, film shooter. Links I found. <laughs> Believeinfilm.com. Can you? You need to add a few. No, it hurts <laughs> my throat. <laughs> really? He's not going to sing. Later. I'll do it for you. <laughs> I still shoot film. Org. Anybody know that? That's all one word. Yeah. I still shoot Japan. film. Okay. Oh, this is a long one. Japancamerahunter.com. Hi. Yes, we know. Forward slash twelve. Forward slash twelve. Forward slash film dash photography dash is dash not dash dead. Oh, Slow. that's it. <laughs> Maybe just Double. try japancamerahunter.com and see what comes up. Yeah, that's tiny a good URL. idea. And last one, oh, Film Shooter Collective or Film Shooters Collective. Oh. .com. Well, now we have some I new sites to go to. Yeah. There you go. People love to shoot film, love to go to like sites having to do with film. Yeah. Because mm. there aren't it. that many, right, Leslie? There's not that many. No, I mean, well, there's... now there's three new ones. Yes. Thanks, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so of course, folks, our site, filmphotographyproject.com, that is our URL. You can get the show notes. What show? I should always mention that the show you're listening to right now has a set of show notes. Show notes? Yep. You can email us, podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. 
And you could also go to our website and you could go to the store. Here's an email for John if you would pass it along. Uh, it's from Peter Sackett, pronounced Sackett. <laughs> oh, it's from Australia. Oh, oh yeah. That's why I gave it to you. It's been redacted. All right, let's see. I, I have to remember how to do my Australian accent. I really like you guys. I'm just start, I've am just i just started listening to your podcast from Melbourne, Australia. Podcast. I've been shooting films since I was seven years old in the Outback. No. My first, ca- <laughs> my first camera was a JAF 110 personal camera. Now I sound like Darren to an American accent. <laughs> and I've been using my beloved Polaroid 250 and XX70 for 15 years. Still, I learned something from each of your episodes. Oh, One of miracle. the things I enjoy most about your show is, it, is the camaraderie it offers. Australia is a tough place, matey. <laughs> oh, it's a tough place to be a film shooter. <laughs> Particularly. Uh, sorry, Peter. Uh, particularly, <laughs> I don't know how an Australian would say particularly. I've never run into a posh Australian to know how he would say particularly. Uh, one pack of Fuji FP100C will set you back $45. What? Yeah. <laughs> so I buy my supply when I fly back to the States for a visit every year or so yeah. and throw the old ones on the barbie. They're delish. The other day, <laughs> I dropped me SX-70. I was brokenhearted since it was my grandfather's, oh, aluminum Uh, and tan leather model uh, in fine shape. Not anymore, mate. No one here can fix it. In fact, the local shops just scratch their heads and advise, just buy another one. That's really a horrible thing to say, isn't it? What? (laughs) He didn't even hear you. (laughs) Here he goes. He says, they don't understand. So I'll have to wait and hope that the shop in the States can fix it. In the meantime... My stockpile of Time Zero film languishes in the fridge. We'll send it here, mate. But I have a real question for you. I have a Minox B in perfect working oh. order. Is film still available for it? I'd love to use it. Best, Peter. As That's for you, Leslie. Absolutely. Minox oh, B. Oh, but I'm afraid he's going to have to shop here in the States yet. Oh, we'll have to get blue, it shipped. Blue Moon Camera and Machine. Yeah. Sells Minox film. And they develop it as well, I imagine. Yes, they do. Wow. Now, is that Spy? Film? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's Spy film. It's oh, that helps. Small format film. Exactly. You have a Minox B camera, don't you, Mike? No. I thought you did. I uh, probably do. Minolta, very popular also <laughs> in that 16. I, I have one of the little silver ones that. that, sub, that the uh, sub. But yeah, I haven't really got the. Uh... Here's a, a very uh, time sensitive letter, John. Uh, just a quick note from Oxford, England, from mm-hmm. Dean Ryan. Yeah. To say hello and how much I enjoy the shoe. What shoe? And to tell you about the f- a forthcoming exhibition of live music photography of mine here in Oxford. Live music photography. What is that exactly? In the early 90s, I was lucky enough to see lots of gigs at Jericho Tavern in Oxford. I've just become interested in photography, and soon I got into the swing of photographing the bands that came through, including Radiohead, Supergrass, no way. Pulp, nice. and The Verve. Ooh. You know the Verve? Yeah. They have that super symphony. Symphony of something or another. <laughs> I really think, when I think of that, I think of who are those two nasty boys that have the YouTube. Dane and Mark? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the super, super group from the 90s, they were British. Oh, they were, the... Uh, they were like, we're better than the Beatles. Yeah, those two jerks. Oasis. Yeah. He's not on the list. Maybe he got big, punched. S- big square heads. Maybe he got punched in the mouth by them. <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> maybe he got his film ripped. Dean says, Shooting with an Olympus OM-1N, I visited the venue on and off over a four-year period. Dean, I tell you, I'm jealous. Yeah. Think about it. How awesome it is to be like at the right place at yep. the right time. 
top bands. Said using whatever film I had lying around, mainly Ilford HP5, which I processed myself, making contact sheets, then hiding it all away in a box. Hmm. Now, after 20 years, I figured I better do something with these images, most of which have never seen the light of day. Wow, that's awesome. It would awesome. be great if you could let the listeners know about the exhibition. It's called Rock Portraits 1994. It's at Art. Jericho Gallery, Oxford, England, from July 4th through the 3rd of August, 2013. Go to artjericho.com. That's A-R-T-J-E-R-I-C-H-O.com. Cheers, Dean Ryan, who's on Flickr yeah. as Dean Ryan Photo. That's D-E-A-N-R-Y-A-N-P-H-O-T-O. <laughs> Go to the show, and you could see pictures of Tom York when his eye wasn't so now, crooked. Now, he says, hope to see you again in London. The 2012 meetup was a great day out. He was there. Yeah. Dean, good on you. Good on you, mate. <laughs> Very excited about this. Yeah, good for him. And I'm hoping a P- our, our FPP group. Fan base. Gang. Will go and will visit. Will go and visit this. Support if we, Dean. If this was in New York, we, we'd be going. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And I don't even know. Oh, no, wait. John. Let's see. James Eakin. Uh, hi guys, I've been meaning to write in, avid listener of the podcast, heard Michael recently talking about how he is a shoegaze fan, and I wanted to share something I thought you guys would enjoy. I have a band, not a shameless plug, there's a point, but my stream can, you can stream my new album here at http colon backslash forward slash sorry dude, forward slash forward slash nbhap.com forward slash 27405 forward slash. Anyway, I work with and am friends with Robin Gunthry, formerly of the Cocteau Twins, Shoegaze God. And he's one who actually got me into shooting film. He's never stopped shooting, and his passion greatly inspired me. uh, IW don't know what that means as digital only until he got me loking into film and now mostly everything I do is film <coughs> sorry would love to send you guys a copy of my latest album Robin Mastered also gotta say how much I love the FPP debonair having it has always been awesome That's right. That's right. as it has led to me developing my own film at home something I've always wanted to do keep up the great shoes you guys rock long live film and shoegaze cheers oh he's from Oh, I'll start again. (laughs) (laughs) I work with and am friends (laughs) with Robin Guthrie. No. The Cocteau Twins. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Make it into ankle gaze. Yeah. There you go. I saw the word shoegaze and I went with it, man. You only, you know, it's... You only have a second to make these decisions. Hey, John. Remember our buddy Nick Raypack? Yeah, sure. He is the guy who he's was on the guy. The with, yeah, he's the chemical guy, <laughs> slapping chemicals on his Polaroids in New York City. Yep, he came with a, a defunct Polaroid roll film camera and had a roll of film that expired sometime in the 1970s, yep. but yet was still able to squeeze images. an image out of it. Yeah. Well, you know, I always love to give a plug when FPPers are doing something excited. Uh, Nick started a website called Polaprints, P-O-L-A-P-R-I-N-T-S. Polaprints.net, where you could send him an image, like a digital image, mm-hmm. or even an image scanned from one of your slides, yeah. and he 
Let's say you don't own a Polaroid camera, like a Polaroid, it's Polaroid Spectra size. He'll make a print for you. Oh, really? He'll, he has some kind of special device, and he will burn an image for you and send you prints. No kidding. Yeah, so if you want pretty cool. a real Polaroid prints from your scans or digital file, you can go to polaprints.net. That's Nick's website. And you'll go there, and you'll see there's you know, the homepage, facts, you know, FAQ, facts. Yeah. Yeah. Special offers, a basket. <laughs> mm. And you could uh, get some prints made. You'll get authentic Polaroid prints sent to you. And I just thought, thought I'd do a shout, shout out, out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, for Nick's uh, enterprise. Good on you, mate. Yeah, good on you. Who wants to read? This one says, hi, I love the podcast. Next. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Thanks from Scott. <laughs> I just had the pleasure of listening to the latest and greatest and heard a piece of music which sounded too familiar to me. And sure enough, a little later in the day, I, re- I remembered where I'd heard it. It's music from an old East German Orwo film commercial. True. O-R-W-O. Ah, yeah. Yes, true. Oh. Awesome. What was it, a commercial you played? There's no dialogue. It's just music. Take care. It's got open. Yeah. (laughs) Hello, dear folks at FPP. I recently purchased some impossible film from you. Yeah. Now, this I associate with this. He says, I'm from Europe, and unbelievably, shipping is cheaper if I buy it from you than it is directly from the Netherlands. Is that mad? It's made in the Netherlands. Is that mad? It's still cheaper to buy it from the FPP store than it is from there. <laughs> and I would like, firstly, to say thanks very much for the sticker, the photographs, and instructions you were kind enough to include. I highly enjoyed looking at it and everything, and reading everything you sent. Anyway, I was looking at the Mint flash bar for SX70 type camera in your store and noticed that on the last image the one where the flash bar is attached to an SX-71 step the flash bar is actually on backwards jeez yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, stupid so you take a photo and blind yourself no, I true didn't, I didn't yeah. even do that I, went, I was I doing a product picture. shot and I just had you just no idea yeah. <laughs> that's great I brought yourself. to my attention honestly I saw that picture and I thought Oh, maybe that's what you do when you when you're not using the flash, so it doesn't go off. Like you know, maybe you the contacts don't line up. Like no, I saw that, and, a, and I actually justified. Oh, Mike must know what he's doing. You made it work no, in your the brain. Flash, the mint flash has a, an off and on switch. Yeah, that's crazy. <clears throat> that turns on and off really easy. In do your you bag. have one? Oh, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've got yeah. one. Yeah. You have one. Yeah. Honestly, you have one. I do not. You I borrow yours. And I have one. Joseph has one, and it's constantly every time he goes to get it, the battery's dead because when he pulls it out of his bag, it, it hits. Oh, or when he puts it in, it knocks it. So he puts tape over the thing and. It's definitely a money saver if you shoot a lot of SX. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. when you're done with Mike's Flash, can I borrow it? Sure, no problem. Cool, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime. Go, go ahead, Darren. So, yeah, so, Marin saying, um, I consider this to be an unintentional mistake on your part. No, you meant it, Mike, didn't you? So I just decided yeah, no, to mention it so you can fix it up. Anyway, keep Should give him $1,000 just for spotting that yeah. mistake. I've just gotten into your podcast, and I'll definitely be ordering supplies from you in the future. Thank you for existing. Oh, All right. Oh, that that is for existing. Wow. That's awesome. Thank you, Marin. Nice. Let's do one more letter from Denise. Denise. Oh, yeah, give it a mark. He does an excellent girl voice. <laughs> you were only hoping. Hi. No. Okay. I have to have bigger typeface, dude. <laughs> Hello, first off. First off, I want to nice, say I love the nice film baby. photography project podcast and I've been listening to your podcast for a year and a half and I'm always excited for the next podcast. Yay. Oh. 
I do have a quick question for you guys, though. I'm heading to New Orleans this summer, and beforehand, Ooh. I would like to buy and take with me a Polaroid camera. Which instant Polaroid camera would you recommend for me, as that's I want to take one. several pictures of my trip there? Thanks, and keep up the great work. That's a good oh, one. There's the first big decision. 250. <laughs> no, before right, that decision. Before that oh, what decision. was the question? Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> Which Polaroid yeah, camera would she buy to document She's going to New Orleans for a few days. Wants to buy a Polaroid. Which one? Which there one? There you go. Integral or peel apart? Yep. Peel yeah. apart or the spit out front? Spit out. Integral. No. Spit out. Well, well spit, spit out front, you just put in the pocket. Yeah. 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 Peel. yeah all that peeling stuff and you're out in the party in with New Orleans. you're going to It's going to get gummy all over you. Integral stuff is so much more expensive. I would I, I hesitate to shoot my integral stuff. Mm. With the FP one hundred, I shoot it like crazy. With the plus, oh. since she doesn't have one yet, and you're gonna have to, she's gonna have to blow a roll anyways, Whoa. just learning how to use pack foam. Yeah, that she might as well jump right in. Yeah. and use the integral, the I color think, protection stuff. I think more. I think so. Or are, are, huh. we, forgetting? Yes. are we forgetting? Yes. What about a Fuji Instax? No, oh, those are even uh, even better. Wide, it's have, it'd have to be a wide. Yep, Integral works style. every time. Yeah, works every time. Oh. Fuji Instax wide. Wide. Two, it's called two ten, right? Two ten. Yes. Yeah. Small of a size mammal, but it's all right. Or if and you like can, smaller, go with the Instax Mini. And you can get no, the film at CVS. And you don't want yes. to photograph a grand place like yeah. New Orleans with a Wrong. mini. But Tax Mini is fun at parties. Yeah. But, but, but Denise may actual, want actual Polaroid. Yeah, she wants actual Polaroid. Definitely get a one step. Yeah. So we have a split here. Who thinks who thinks should be peel apart? Well, film? six to one, I think, is the split. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I say peel apart. Danny, what do you say? I'd go integral. What type? What camera? Or integral, integral as well? Integral. What camera? <laughs> Which one? Yeah. I would say any uh, one step type. Yeah, like a one step thing. Any of those. Impulse. Yeah, yeah. I'd Spectra. Ooh. Spectra. Oh, you yeah, travel with Spectra. Spectra. Yeah, my, I had, the Spectra yeah, was the first Spectra, one that worked right? for me. John. Yeah, I'm with Dane. Spectre. Spectre would be nice. Yeah, but you know, if you want to be less bothered and, and don't want to have the, the size an issue, then Less-less just get a little clamshell one step. I'm going to go with the Spectre. Mm-hmm. It's the newest integral, so the least amount Focus of problems. Focus is great. Oh. Focus is Exposure's great. My little lines up on the back. Shoot. Darren? Is right there. Fire. I'm going Darren. to say be extravagant and get one of the folding SX-70s. Okay. Oh. Yeah, those those will give you the best shots, best bang for your buck for sure. Becky? Yeah. What he said. Ah. Oh. You guys with- are newly married. <laughs> oh, Mark, you've changed your opinion. No, I was just going to say, so now that the consensus is to go integral, I agree with Darren. If you're going to go integral, integral, go with the SX-70. <laughs> integral. Folder. Integral. It's good to have film integral. integrity. Is this something you wash your hair in? <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. Integral. Integral. Is it spelled the same? I don't know. Yeah. Integral. Yeah. I always thought it was integral. You're to put the emphasis. Like something integral. was being integrated. Because the chemistry is integrated into the film. So let's we'll have to look that up. We'll start okay, a, so now we're going to vote. Let's start a poll on the on the FPP site. This How to pronounce it. Do you pronounce it integral or, or integral. integral? See, this reminds me of Cole Porter. He's written a yeah. letter song. Potato, potato. He gives potato. the lyrics to his publisher. says, read that. It's a great set of lyrics. Publisher reads it. says, you say potato, I say potato. You said tomato. I said tomato. Potato, potato, tomato. I don't get it. It's rubbish. Rubbish. It's rubbish. Write it again. That's what you Ooh, get I when you're hitting the sauce late at night, Cole. Somewhere in there, there may be an answer. Ooh. Ooh. What do we got? Here's a good one. Let's read this one. 
Okay. Let's, Who wants to read it? You I'm, go ahead. I'm done. Oh, I'll read it. Yeah. It's from Joshua Green. He says, Hi there. Hi there. Thank you very much for providing the wonderful hand-cut X-ray sheet film. Ooh. I'm ready to move on to large format, but first I Whoa. think I'll get my feet wet with a 2 by 3 film before moving to 4 by 5 I was wondering if you ever considered or possibly received emails about cutting X-ray film down to the size... To this size, as there's not many other places to get 2 by 3 I know it's a weird film size, mm. since it rests between that weird gray zone between medium and large format, but I thought it was worth bringing up. Thanks, Jay Green. Leslie? I want to talk to you off-air about this. Okay. I've got a brilliant idea. You do? I mm. do. Okay. Mm-hmm. going to make right. cutting film a breeze. All right. I'm, I'm up for that. Now, Mark, do you have a 2 by 3 camera? I have my Century Graphic, which is like the 2 and a quarter by 3 and a half. but I, if, if it was... The choice between going to all the trouble to cut down sheet film for it, or just use the rollback, which is exactly the same size anyway. I just I use the rollbacks. Okay, it, Leslie, is there such thing as a two by three camera? What is it? I'm going to assume there was more than one manufacturer, but definitely the graphic. Well, the two yeah, by three, the, the minis, the babies. These are older cameras with um, film sheets. You load yes. the back. That's the, the format. So tell them to just buy four by five and cut it down to the size you want. Well, I think we're good with letters. Okay, we'll be right back. Now you can discover the colors of Coda Color Gold, a new film that captures natural color with new generation technology, giving more accurate, more realistic colors than you've ever seen before. A film that brings color to life and life to color. So when you've a moment to remember, take it easy and discover the colors of Coda Color Gold. Hey out there, FP peers, Matt Mirage here. I'm going to talk to you guys today about developers. There's been a lot of discussion lately about developers, dilutions, brewing your own, and I just kind of wanted to take everything back to square one, kind of have a real quick overview of you know what developers are and what some of the different things are that can affect your image. First off, what is a developer? Well, the developer is the chemical agent that reduces the silver halide in the emulsion, so that's uh, the film itself, that reduces that silver halide to metallic silver. So typical solutions for developers are high in pH or alkaline, uh, have a restrainer to make sure it doesn't process too quickly, and they also have some other chemical agents in there to prevent oxidization. So basically when you mix up a developer, oxygen will also react with that developer, and the more oxygen that's reacted with it, or the older it is, the more quickly it will degrade, and the effect will be lessened until eventually your film just won't get developed. A couple of standard developers that a lot of folks love to use, uh, Kodak D76, it's like the de facto standard, Uh, Kodak HC110, it's a little bit different kind of developer, comes in stock solutions, also comes in a syrup that you can measure out with a syringe and make any dilution you want from a a, uh, more stock solution all the way down to one part to 50 parts, so you can just play around with that a lot. Ilfosol, Ilford's proprietary developer, and there's some other funky ones out there. We have your uh, your Rodinol, Caffeinol, Pyrocat, just all sorts of developers we can play with. But uh, the next part is dilution. So dilution will prevent uh, less of the reduction reaction from occurring per time. So basically uh, you're reducing the amount of active agent in the developer per the same amount of volume and then over that time it will react less. Uh, Some things that will occur with dilution are it will restrain the highlights. So basically you have a certain amount of developer over the area of the film where where it's reducing and creating density and the developer will exhaust more quickly in the highlights and keep going in the shadows and midtones. When the shadows keep going you get a higher acutance 
also known as micro contrast, also known as edge effects. So you will uh, you'll get a sharper look, which some people really enjoy. Um, dilution, higher dilution is also good for uh, push processing. You get a, a slight bump in film speed, but you will also get increased grain. So there are some trade-offs for what dilution does. Now, remember, folks, not all developers are created equal. We have uh, normal and high contrast developers like your stock uh, HC110 and D76. You have your ultra low contrast developers, your Technodol, your Rodinol, your Caffinol. We have staining developers. Those are the uh, Pyro family of developers. Pyrogalol, PMK, Pyrocat HD. We have our fine grain developers, our Xtal, our Diafine, our Tmax. It's all really, uh, it's really up to experimenting playing around with a developer. Now, I'm not talking just one or two roles. We're talking, you know, dozens of roles of the same film in the same developer until you know you can consistently get the same results and then playing around with it saying, oh, let's instead of using that D76 stock, let's bring it down to one to one. So one part stock developer to one part water or one to three and just seeing how that changes the, the effects of that developer. So not all film will uh, push and not all developers will dilute well. Uh, just keep track of that. A fantastic place to look up developer dilutions and times is the massive developing chart. Uh, you can Google massive dev chart and it's the first thing that comes up. They also have an iPhone and Android app. So be sure to check those out. And if you have any other questions or comments about developers, please send us an email podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. And that's it on developers and I'll talk to you soon. I'm here to announce our latest and greatest, most spectacular contest for this show. What show? An awesome giveaway. Our good friends at Lomography.com, they're giving away a Baby Diana 110 film camera and a roll of Color Tiger 200 color print film right here on this show. What show? The Film Photography Podcast. That's right. If you go over to filmphotographyproject.com forward slash giveaways, you'll see that our latest contest, which runs from July 1st through July 15th, 2013, we're giving away a Baby Diana 110 film camera and a roll of film. That's right, 110 film, introduced by Kodak in 1972 and advertised every night on television by guys like, well, Dick Van Dyke. You know, it's such fun to give somebody something they've never had before. What I got from my wife, something so new, it wasn't even around last Christmas. It's the Kodak Pocket Instant you probably remember your mom, your dad, your grandpa shooting 110 film. Well, 110 film is back. Thanks to the kind folks at Lomography, now's the time to dive in to start shooting 110. Sign on up for our contest to win the Baby Diana 110 film camera. Filmphotographypodcast.com forward slash giveaways. John. Hey, my. I'm very excited to do a quick barrel through of oh. what's new in the oh. Film Photography Podcast Store. Oh, let's do it. Filmphotographystore.com. It is the store of the FPP. It's the store of tomorrow. It is. And today's explosion. Oh, my. FPP hand rolled 35 millimeter film. Look at this. 
Oh my god. John has in his hand a 400 foot roll. Remember when we were uh, students? Yeah. Shoot movies. Th- we remember sh- the thrill of shooting movies? Of holding a can of film like this? Of Amazing. running to like, you know, to New York, to Kodak on 33rd Street. Do you remember? Yes, I do. By the post office? Vividly. A Professor Tarbox be like, it's by the post office. <laughs> do you remember? Yes. To just to go get like yep. a little can of you walk, you walk in there and you see all people who look very important in the film community yeah. and you're a little fly on the windshield buying 100 uh, foot rolls. Uh, I'm thrilled to tell you that we, we now are carrying in 35mm, 24 exposure rolls, FPP Cinema XX. Wow. Black and white. Oh. Must be beautiful. It is. There's no secret here. It's Eastman Kodak XX mm. negative 5222. A number of people on the Flickr group have been shooting with 5222. Well, if you don't process at home, how do you get it to process. Send it to the dark room. The or dark room. Yeah. Well, what's the process for it? Reg- regular. C41? No. Black and white. Oh, black and white. So right. it's like HC110. Oh, I see. D76. Mm-hmm. Half and all. But the beautiful thing about this film, and what's great about, you know, kind of discovery, which makes always film photography fun for us, is mm-hmm. that I was amazed by the rich tones of this black and white film. It has a lot of... Uh, latitude? Latitude. So there are deep blacks, but there are also fine grays, and the whites don't burn out. Mm, really? That's yes. special. And I'm sure, John, you would like a few rolls of this. Yes. But it rolled in cans, though. 35 millimeter. <laughs> yeah, not not the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, John's holding a huge can. Holding the whole... Well, how many, what is this, 400 feet? Comes in 400, and remember 1,000-foot cans? Oh, my God. Yeah. It's amazing, and I can tell you the smell, the mm. feel of holding film, yeah. and the thrill of you out there shooting Eastman Kodak, Double X5222. There are a growing number of still shooters using motion picture films, especially Eastman Double X, as it can be developed in traditional black and white chemistry and has no rem jets, no, like cookie layer or anything mm-hmm. weird about it. According to Project Double X Online, this film has been used on such films as Schindler's List, Memento, Kafka, and the opening sequence of Casino Royale. Really? Yeah. So you could load this film in your 35mm still camera and the, shoot away. The history behind it. But that's not all. No. We also are carrying Fuji Color. It. 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 IT exclamation point. Color negative film has an ISO of six. It <laughs> is actually Fuji Color IT N, which is a film that was originally designed to make negatives from slides. No kidding. Yep. 35 N120? 35 millimeter. ISO of six. You can get this in your grubby little hand. That'll be fun. Go out on a bright day. I was going to say, go out on the sun and shoot it. How about Fuji Chrome EDU Type 2? Yeah, how about it? Sounds like a university, right? Yeah, it does. This is ISO of 20. Interesting. Yep. It's a tungsten balance duplicating film. It's tungsten balance, meaning if you shoot it in daylight, it'll mm. be blue, so you could shoot day for yeah. day. So if you go out... And you happen to see Christopher Lee in the daylight, <laughs> have some hammer horror stills. That's right. Polypen F. Still in the store. 50 ISO. This is a smooth... Did I give you a roll of this? Uh, has that got Joe's face on it? Yeah. Yeah. Have you shot it yet or no? No, haven't. It's a silky smooth, glowing Polypen F. 50? Silky. No, but 50 ASA? Yeah. Originally designed to make dupes of 35mm motion pictures. Mm. This is from Germany. There is, I believe it's called Kodak. I believe we still have it in the store. Rapid copy film. ISO 0.06. What does that mean? It makes your brain explode, right? Yeah, why? You're shooting like, you know, sunspots. You could go out and shoot at F2.8 and like hold the shutter open for like 10 seconds. Yeah, huh? Incredible, right? That's That would be fun. Shoot some ocean waves with that stuff. Uh, 620 film. Uh, now on, on, on 620 spools that... 
we have manufactured. We are offering all these films on 620 spools for your favorite Kodak Brownie or 620 camera. Lamography Earl Grey 100. Fujichrome Provia 100F. Mm. Fuji Neo Pan 100 Black and White. Hi. Kodak Ektachrome 100X. Yes. Kodak Ektar 100. Ooh. Kodak Gold 200. Mm. Kodak Portrait 160. Yeah. A Lamography 3-pack. Uh-huh. That is amazing. Yeah. How about 4x5 sheet film? How about it? Kodak, Portra, Kodak T-Max, what? Kodak Triax. Really? Last batch of Kodak Ektachrome. Oh, get FVP it. FVP green and blue x-ray film. Mm, yummy. How about 8x10 x-ray film? How about it? How about APS film? Mm. 110 film. No. And get this. What? 126 cartridge. What? Well, th- There's a lot of variety in the FPP store. Well, th- this it, is news. Do you hear the ticker tape? I hear it. I'm excited. Yeah. That's actually the sound of my brain percolating. And all this is in the store for you, the person out there listening. Go to it. The selection is unbelievable. Your brain, your, your, your head's out. probably spinning. You probably will be talking about this on the <laughs> show. What show? <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. All right, bye. Film photographyproject.com uh, How quick would it take Wait. you to like just jump into another song? Now, do it now. Oh, you could? Let's do I'm one. sorry, I just need to hear that no pocket. What? Let's do one about socks. Can we cut x-ray film down to 2 by 3 Oh, you're thinking. He's thinking out loud. Unless my measurements are off, Gun can't show. you just cut 120 down to 2 by 3 Can you, Leslie? I don't know why you couldn't. Yeah. Except it is thinner than x-ray film, mm-hmm. so it's going to be hard to cut, hard to handle. Mm. Well, no. well, unless you like T Max, that's well, like cardboard. I have to tell you, I haven't. The only uh, film oh. that I've cut is film that I could load, unload in a red light, and that is the ortho oh, film, yes. which is X rays in that category. Every other film you can't expose to any light, so I would I, literally be in a dark room, mm. probably cutting my fingers off. Yeah, yeah really, no, really no, sharp no. scissors. I've got a solution for you. Well, if you, oh, use you a paper see me after the show. Okay. Oh, yeah, history mm-hmm. in the making. It is. <laughs> Can't believe I have By the next show, before. we may have a solution for you, my friend. Yes. All right. Uh, hopefully, maybe next show we'll be coding our own emotions as well. Yeah. <laughs> nice. What? No pockets. Do you know how many people have emailed me saying, man, I love that song. I've been singing it all day. I can't get it out of my head. At and least two. None. Even our good friend uh, Robbie in the UK. No po- oh. pockets. Did she email you? Oh, shit. Yeah. She's not going to touch with me. Yeah. No, no pockets is the oh. one. Yeah, this is this really is about a, a man who lives not on our street but near it. What are the yeah. You know a guy with no pockets? Why he looks like he's got no pockets. Oh. The he way he walks. Yeah, looks Jared, like he's no pockets. Well, I think this I'll is I think this that. is the hit. This is the hit. Yeah. Could be. He's been doing well. Shall I play it? Uh, people have been downloading Would it. Would you please? Yeah, yeah, people jump right in here, Darren. People I don't know. I get an email saying, "Oh, someone's sent you $2." For no pockets, look online, put their name in yes. with FPP. Oh, really? Straight away, I can tell you there's, there's, there's always oh, some connection oh, to the FPP. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. 11 bucks there. Yeah. Oh, Very nice. So I, owe you, I owe you some sort of fee. Right, I don't need a no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. So, yes, no pockets. I'm going to go for it. Oh, there's a gent lives on our street, he got no pockets. And I wonder how he carries stuff, I drop it He's got nowhere to keep his keys and change It would surely drive me crazy, so deranged You can often see him in the morning walking And I think I've heard him singing, maybe talking 
His dead man's arms hang limply by his sides Cause he got no place to put them in his strides He got no pockets 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 That man has got no pockets <laughs> His mother stitched him up when he was seven The surest way to get a boy to heaven Cause young boys' hands will wonder where they will And if he got no pockets, he can't get no thrill He got no pockets 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 He got no pockets, he got no pockets, that man has got no pockets. That man has got no pockets. That's very funny. I really envision a, a music video. I see John in it. <laughs> With no pockets. I, yeah. I have no pockets. Oh, yeah, I was thinking about oh, it. Oh, yes. Nice. Yeah, well, well Mokino, we no pockets. Before I forget, yeah. we have um, goodies. Mokino pockets. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to forget about this. No, 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 no. Goodies. Oh! Now you're talking. Darren's uh, handing out... Ooh! Double dip, fun gums, rip and tip, refreshers, love hearts, parma violets, drumstick... And here, these are some uh, folks listening. These are some uh, chocolates from the UK. For folks who don't know, they're a little different than they are here in the US. Crunchy, fudge, caramel, dairy milk. Here's a curly whirly. Yes, we know you love Kelly Well. Oh, yeah. How's this? This is my favorite so far. Chomp. Ah, chomp. Chomp. Is that, what's it like? Uh, it's chewy caramelly sort Ooh. of thing. Yeah. The caramel was my favorite Ooh. bar growing up. That's yeah. my you know who mentions one. Jelly Babies, the Beatles, on their Christmas album? Do they? Yes, they do. Yeah. 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 They're like, we love Jelly Babies. Yeah. Send us Jelly Babies. Try yeah. the crunchy. That has the freakiest inside ever. <laughs> the Rileys yeah. recently got married, and right now they're opening gifts from Leslie. Hey, Leslie, my 10-year uh, mm. anniversary is coming up is in a month right? or so, so if you want to start shopping now. I've got it. It's right up I'm registered at KEH. <laughs> Aren't we all? Now, yeah. Darren, would you pronounce that plusex? <laughs> uh, back home in Bolton, it'd be plus, plus, very flat. Oh, plus. plus. Yeah. Plus. Oh, God, it's crunchy. When we come back, we're going to talk about cameras. Good. Oh, we've been recording this whole time? <laughs> when I'm assigned to shoot a guy like John Newcomb, I pack my Canon AE-1 with several lenses because I'm after more than just John's form. Creativity means capturing his intensity. Try it, John. Me? Sure. The AE-1 is so simple, you can really concentrate on your subject. About all you do is focus and click. Hey, 
Hey, it's Mike here with John. The Dark Room is near and dear to my heart because uh, Phil from the Dark Room made a special trip out to New York last year to yep. meet us yep. at the PDN Photo Expo. Yeah, great guy. And the Dark Room is a lab on the West Coast. And these days, because, you know, you're, we're all shooting film, but, you know, the big question is where do I bring my film to get processed? Because mm-hmm. so many local labs have been closing. And even our local CVS, Target stores, Walmarts. It's diminishing. The Darkroom is an option, and they've really stepped up to develop all films. films. 110 film, 126 film, 35 millimeter film, 620 film, 120 film, 4x5 film, 8x10. Wow. One stop uh, shopping. Black and white, color print C41, color slide E6. E6. You have an old fi- piece of film you found from the 1960s, like Ectochrome X mm-hmm. with a defunct format. They'll yeah. process it as black and white. What about Seattle Filmworks film? Send it over. <laughs> okay. The dark room, it, it dates back to 1976, but did you know their heritage goes back to the 1940s? Really? Yep. It was started by photographers, four photographers. Uh, 122, 2035, 4x5, 8x10. The dark room. It's the They also do testing of awesome films like Lomo, X-Pro, Red Scale, True Black and White, Crossbird, Redbird, oh, Nightbird, oh, hey. uh, Infrared Films. All of us here at the FPP highly recommend you go there. They'll take good care of you. The dark room. Dot com. And tell him Mike sent you. That's right. Tell him <laughs> Mike who. who. <laughs> tell him the FPP sent you. Yeah. Osudakeno. Hey, we're back. We were talking about Nikon F cameras a few shows ago. What show? A listener, Rick Paul, photographer, who is a avid Nikon shooter, he uh, wrote me an email and said, Hey, Mike, you know, I love Nikon, and I would love to get on the show to tell everyone about Nikon cameras. What show? I said, Rick, that sounds great. Can you record a segment for us? He said, well, I'd be thrilled to record segments on a regular basis. I could be your Nikon guy. I said, awesome. (laughs) So I'm thrilled to present the first segment of hopefully many segments by Rick Paul on Nikon cameras. Go to our show notes to see an image of this great camera. Just go to filmphotographyproject.com and then click podcast and you'll see our show notes and you'll see uh, Rick's Nikon camera and a link to Rick's website. So great, let's roll it in. Here's Rick talking about Nikon. Nikon. This is Rick Paul in Tucson, Arizona for the Film Photography Podcast, and I'm here today to talk to you about the Nikon F2. A few episodes ago on the Film Photography Podcast, uh, Leslie talked about the Nikon F, and my being a collector of Nikon equipment, and especially Nikon film bodies, I thought I would come on and talk to you a little bit about the F2. The F2 was Nikon's second Pro SLR body, an upgrade from the earlier Nikon F. It was manufactured starting in September 1971 until June of 1980. Nikon manufactured 816,000 F2s. It was widely regarded 
as the best mechanical SLR of the 1970s. And uh, I, you'll see it in a lot of movies. You look back a lot of pictures of the 70s of photojournalists. You'll see a lot of them with F2s. It was the, you know, the photojournalist camera used around the world. The body of the F2 is made from about 1,506 individual parts. It has a shutter speed range of 1 to 1 2,000th of a second. That was pretty fast for back then. Um, it can go up to uh, 10 seconds of exposure using the self-timer. It has a bulb and a time exposure also and a flash sync of 1 80th of a second. With one of the photomic meters, such as the DP-1, which is pretty standard, that's what you'll generally find on a used F2 is the DP-1, it has ASA ratings from 6 to 6400. So you'll, you'll be fine with any of the modern uh, modern films using something like, uh, like, like Delta 3200. One nice thing about the F2 is it will operate completely without batteries. Although it does take two uh, batteries in the bottom, those are purely to drive one of the photomic meters, just the light meter, the camera does not need batteries to operate. It's a fully mechanical camera. Nice thing about the F2, other than it's built like a tank, and that's why there's still so many of them around, is um, it's got pretty good lens compatibility with the whole Nikon range of lenses. It works with the original, what are called non-AI, non-auto indexing lenses, the AI and AIS lenses, which are kind of hallmarked by those little bunny ears sticking up on them, and as well as some of the more modern lenses, such as Nikon's autofocus lenses. About the only Nikon lenses it won't work with are the more modern uh, Nikon AFG lenses, which don't have an aperture ring. Since this is a manual camera, those lenses don't give you any way to control the aperture. But any of the older lenses uh, should work fine, but you should definitely check uh, check compatibility before you try to mount anything on a lens that old. One nice thing about the F2 also is it's really a uh, modular camera. You can change the light meter out the prism. You can change the focusing screens. You can change the motor drives. You can add different motor drives to it. The viewfinders, there's lots of different options here. The camera evolves over the 10 years it was out. It originally came with what was called the DE1, very basic prism that had no light meter in it. Um, you'll still find some on eBay with, with a DE1 on them. The DP1, which was the original uh, standard uh, match meter finder, those are also referred to as F2 photomics. Later on, they released the DP2 and DP3, which have a LED light meters in them, and you'll see Nikon F2s with those on them referred to as F2Ss and F2Sbs as designations. And then finally later on they released the DP11 and DP12, which would be a Nike which would be a Nikon F2AS camera. Although you can use, you know, you change out any of the viewfinders, it becomes that that model number kind of. And the nice thing about the DP11 and DP12 is um, they will meter with the AI lenses and newer. If you're using an F2 that has a finder on it, like the DP1, two or three, uh, you're, it's not going to use the um, the auto indexing for the light meter. You have to use the stop down metering, which works just fine. That's that's what I use when I use my newer Nikon lenses on my F2 and it works just fine. For motor drives on the F2, uh, they came out with three different models, the MD1, the MD2, and the MD3. You won't find many MD1s. They're, they're kind of rare to, to see. Most commonly, what you're going to see for sale are MD2s and MD3s. The MD2 is the professional grade winder, definitely a more robust, more capable winder. The MD3 was a less expensive auto winder released for the photo enthusiast. It's easier to find. It does have some problems, though. It, it works pretty well if you get a good one, but what happens is there's a little tiny gear in it that when they originally made were, were plastic, and that little gear gets old and it and it 
fractures or it slips, and then the auto winder won't work anymore. Uh, fortunately, there's a really easy fix for that, and I'll talk about that fix a little bit later when I talk about uh, where to get the uh, where to get your F2 brought up to spec. Another thing is the F2 has lots of different uh, interchangeable focusing screens, just like all the the, the Nikon uh, Pro models had. Flash the the F2 didn't come with a flash uh, hot shoe built in, but it does have a little adapter called the AS1, which adapts over on the top of the uh, film rewind uh, lever. You'll see little contacts there where it slips on and it just slips on and locks on and um, it works pretty well. And you can pick up the, the, those AS1s fairly inexpensively. You can actually use pretty much any modern uh, Nikon Speedlight flash or, or any flash on the F2. Uh, just keep in mind it's not a TTL flash camera. It's it's made long before any of that. So you're going to have to um, use it in either manual or the old automatic mode. So uh, if you're looking to get an F2, um, where's the best places to buy them? Well, it, it's the usual places. Uh, you can find them on eBay. Um, I'd really watch out on eBay. I'd really look for one that looks clean, not beat up. I'd look for a seller who actually owned the camera, who's used it, who can tell you whether the, the shutter's operating well and all the controls are operating smoothly. You'll see all sorts of prices on eBay for F2s, uh, anywhere from you know around $100 up to thousands of dollars, depending on the condition. I think you can generally find one in pretty good shape for between two and $300. Some things to look out for. The most common problems are that the a camera of this age it's going to need to be probably cleaned on the inside. Probably the foam is starting to disintegrate. If it's an older one, it's never been serviced. So you'll want to watch out for that, potentially get that serviced. Also, the uh, the photomic light meters are starting to get old, especially the older DP1s. They may be worn out. The meters, the, the actual cells inside may not be reading accurately anymore. It might look like it's reading, but it's kind of reading a few stops off. But all of that can be, can be repaired. So where would you get an F2 repaired? Well, there's a real good place to get them repaired. Uh, there's a gentleman over in uh, Great Britain Britain. His name is uh, Silver Wong, and Silver is an expert on the F2, and he he loves them. He loves every one of them, and he has uh, actually very good prices for uh, fixing F2s. I, I got a one in pretty good shape, but I still sent it over to Silver, and he fixed it all up. He cleaned it. He recalibrated the shutter. He took pictures of the inside for me before and after. He fixed the the DP1 light meter, so it's 100% accurate. So if you've got an F2 or even an older F, he services the older Fs also. Uh, Silver does a great job bringing them all. all the way back up like they're operating like new. And remember that little broken gear I was talking about in the MD3 auto winder? Well, Silver can fix those too. He has all replacement gear that he's had made, that's a little brass gear that goes in there. And he even sends instructions how to open it up and replace it yourself. It's If you're not squeamish, it's pretty easy to do it yourself, or you can send it to him and he'll replace it. But he's got a lot of F2 parts. He even has brand new F2 parts. When Nikon stopped servicing the F2s, Silver went and bought stock of of parts for the F2s. So he's just got tons and tons of, of parts to, to keep these things running. So he really does do a great job. Easy to find him on the web. Just do a search for um, Sover Wong. S-O-V-E-R-W-O-N-G. S-O-V-E-R-W-O-N-G. The Google. So that's all the technical aspects of the F2, but why would you want to own one? Why would you want to shoot one of these cameras? Well, it, it really is a, a very well-made camera. It's it's one of the best made cameras of its era. It's one of the best handling cameras you're going to find from this era. All the controls are very well laid out. The shutter crank is is very, very smooth, single, single stroke. Just everything about the camera, it has great stability. 
stability and balance, it just feels like a really good camera to hold. If you're interested in finding out more about the F2, there's a lot of good information on the web. If you just uh, Google for Nikon F2 history, you'll find a lot of good resources about the camera. Recommend uh, you check it out if you're interested. The Google. Hey, we're back. That's what you're saying, right? No, uh, you're saying uh, it in D. You played it in D. Oh, sorry about that. D, yeah. When did the music start? Like, when did you start playing? Were you a toddler? I would have been, it would be about 1985, so... Oh, uh, he's 12. in his 30s. Okay. Ah. <laughs> and when did you first start doing it professionally where you were able to, like, you know... Make a buck. Make a buck and put it where other people can hear it. Pound. Make, make enough buck. money to buy a Pound. beer. Well, I started when, off... When do, you, when do you plan on... Pound, you're right. Starting to make a buck. Answer it that way. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, been doing it on and off since then, really. Played in covers, bands, cabaret bands, you know, weddings, stuff like that. Bar mitzvahs. Bar mitzvahs, garden centre openings. Oh. Um, <laughs> a long time ago, a long time ago. But my first, the first time I put an album out that I was really pleased with, with, with the Banditos. Right. Which would have been... Oh, I think it's uh, three years ago. Yes. Uh, Lucha Libre, which you used oh, to play on the podcast oh, yeah. a lot. That's a fabulous that song. That. <coughs> and then the, the, the ballad stuff <laughs> came out January 1st. I think the EP was... He has a phone ringing somewhere. Stop it, it's mine. <laughs> the EP came out on... EP. Boxing Day, December 26th. Yeah, yeah. And then the it's album came out January 1st. Oh, I see. Every time you What's the difference between the banditos with other people and nope, just playing yourself? It's easier on my own. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> you, I can't imagine what you were like in grammar school, Mr. <laughs> Dane Johnson. Oh, yeah. You don't, were you, you a punster with you the... the <laughs> you didn't get any chocolate for that way. You throw out spitballs that were a, oh, whole yeah. paper, a whole piece of paper in your mouth Tain that you soaked for like 20 dad. minutes. No, Black we used, yeah. <laughs> no, we'd take the ones where you made, made it out of a pen where you pull the pen out and you oh, take top, dear. put it in the Go. back, and you just the compression kind, and they just... Somebody shot me. So, uh, how has the reaction been to the ballad stuff? <laughs> Surprisingly good. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't expecting anything. Yeah. One of the reasons all the songs are about two minutes long, so I thought, if people don't like this one, it'll soon be over. Yeah, that's, right. that's right. right. <laughs> Yeah. So um, do, you, do you record that stuff yourself? or where do Yeah, you, yeah. Like, so drum, it sounds great. The drums sounds, are all samples. Oh, it sounds great. That's, Thank you. Which, yeah. What are you uh, using? Like? BFD. That is BFD. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. But only the ambient mics on it. Right, right. You love the other <laughs> only ones that are... Compress it. That's it. I want to do awesome. it like... Imagine I was in a 60s studio. So yeah. So you use the vintage kit, like the vintage Ludwig yeah, yeah. kit. And, yeah. and it's all um, yep. mono as well. It's not in stereo. Oh, it's a great it idea, man. mixing in mono is easier. Yeah, of course. So. Wow, that's great. Yeah, I gotta break mine. If John didn't show up next time, we'll break the BFD out. <laughs> you do it to be happy. You don't do it to like you know break into the record business or well, anything. Well, yeah, th- this is the the the, no, the ballad thing is was it's really the first stuff I've done just to enjoy it. I think that's why it's got such a good reaction. Cause I'm just pleasing myself. Right, no pressure. No pressure See? at all. Yeah, and it's the way it seems the way to do it. That's that is the way to do yeah. it. Yeah. It's very zen. So if you just came into the show right now, yes. it's show? about film. Okay, so uh, this is the Film Photography right. Podcast. Thanks for uh, listening in. And you can write to us, by the way, podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. You can visit our website, oh. filmphotographyproject.com. And you could um, uh, visit our show notes. 
What and show? to Game. backtrack, that was what I meant there is because everybody was dis- – I didn't mean like we would stop talking about music. You guys were discussing – Yeah, so I had to bring it around there just to give him a little more editing work to do. It's okay. I got tons. Every Tuesday night, apparently. Everything's going to get like – right after I say that, everything's going to get like really quiet. Oh. It's like, no. I'm not very old. Make it a joke. Do you like the reverse effect I use on – yeah, that was good. That worked well. Like, you know, when someone says something like, oh, sad. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm like, gonna... whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Every at home. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, here we are, you know, in our fourth year of this show, yet I am still figuring out, like, I'm still discovering cameras that I've never used before. Mm-hmm. There's a and, lot of them. Yeah. And you pick them up, and then it becomes your favorite for a few months, and then... Yep. You throw it away like so many... No. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to start talking about Olympus, uh, some Olympus cameras. I think that Mr. Dave Mahali is going to be very pleased. He's an Olympus man. Yes, he is. He, and he visited uh, all of our meetups in Finley, Ohio. It's good to see him there. It was. And his Son, little young little man, Tony, Tony yes. who is also an Olympus user. Yes, he is. Nothing mm-hmm. less. Now, on the list here, there are two cameras. One is called Olympus Pen F, F. and the other one's called Olympus Pen E. E. Now, what, is, what are these cameras, and what's the difference between them? Leslie, why don't you well, start? the difference between the Pen F is the original. Mm-hmm. It was the introduced as the smallest, and it is an SLR. It is not a rangefinder. It wow. looks Ooh. small, like an SLR. Mm-hmm. So this is a, a very accessorized. There are 20 different lenses for this. Wow. Microscope adapters, all those wonderful things. But what's deceiving about this little camera is the fact that it does not, it's an SLR. It does not have the hump in the top mm. for the, uh, the prism, penaprism, right. poro prism finder. It's actually in the side of the camera. Huh. And they also used a rotary shutter rather than a leaf or a bladed shutter. Cool. So the flash will sink at any shutter speed. Cool. Wow. So this was from the um, the very brilliant, and I'm I'm so sure I'm just going to murder his name, Mr. Maitani, and he designed this, mm-hmm. the OM1s and the mm-hmm. XAs. Oh, wow. Sure. Now, there are three models of the pen, and uh, I thought I just had a straight F, the original one. I didn't. When I looked on top, I have the FT, which was the only one they built with a meter inside. Mm-hmm. But when they built the meter inside, they had to silver the mirror, and that cut down about a half a stop on your uh, your view. So it's a little mm. bit dimmer. Also then introduced after this, this is the middle of the line, the FT. They also introduced the FV, and the meter was not in that one again. Backtrack a little. I think possibly, and I could be wrong on this, that the um, FT was the only single stroke advance. The others may have been double, more like the Leica at that mm-hmm. point. And that is an SLR. Yes. Single lens. That is amazing. View. It's half frame. All the FTs are half oh, frame. So that it's that killer awesome. 24, oh no, 48 frame yeah. syndrome. Yeah. So if you put a roll of 36 exposure films, you get what? 70, 72. 72 oh, frames. 72. You will have two full sets of Christmas pictures on it. Yes, you, you will. Easily. Yes, you will. It was introduced in uh, 1963. The middle one was 66 and then 67 for the history of it. But I am told that, and this is a bayonet mount lens, that these cameras were modified to take um, movie camera lenses. Hmm. And they shot test film on this because the Super 35 frame was nearly the same size as half frame 35 in these cameras. But But that's um, what they say. Well, does that lens come off? The man said. Absolutely. Is it a screw mount? It is a bayonet. See how easy that came off? What what lenses were available for it? Lenses available, anything from a 20 millimeter. Uh, They had some zooms. They also had an 800 millimeter. Jesus. The prize is a half 30, frame, eight hundred millimeter. Yeah, yeah that's insane, huh? Tiny and beautiful. They had a thirty-eight millimeter f 
2.8 that is the pancake lens Ooh. and that's the one that is incredibly desirable I bet. but i do warn you if you buy these you want to make sure and get it with the lens cap the lens cap has the gothic f on it and you'll pay as much for the cap as you will for the body that's is that amazing. right yeah wow. that seems people lose these little metal caps is this a rare cap you don't see these that I know, often I've never correct even heard of that thing. um you look for them once you start to look for them you'll see them yeah. people do have a tendency to hold on to them they do go on forever they're incredibly well built they in a sense drive you a little bit nuts because when you look inside this one with the meter built in Mm -hmm. it's not f-stops it's zero through seven Mm. Right. They felt that the f-stop system was not mm. accurate enough. That's EV. It no? is. They refer to it as proprietary. Yeah, it's um, like the Argus Mathematics, where they just kind of made up a arbitrary set of numbers and they did but they felt this was more accurate because mm. of how the metering system worked with metering a wide open lens using a different amount of glass compared to using a smaller amount of glass the thickness of the glass mm. they were just incredibly technical at that point they called the ttl number the mm-hmm. lens number so mm. it looks a little confusing but at this point they knew we couldn't give it up the F stops around yeah. the bottom. So, what's it sound like? <laughs> Start it up. Ooh, oh, oh, significant. I'm listening for the rotary sound. That's now, the, like uh, scissors. Yeah, the uh, the mercury sound. A camera of this age. If you're looking on eBay for one, what to look for of possible, you know, I have no stuff idea that doesn't work. Issues. Oh, problems. Issues. Yeah. Issues. You're always, I think, safe with the original F and the FV because there's no meter. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. So that's about what really what fails in it is the meter itself. Because we're running off a 625 battery, it's not the easiest thing to find anymore. Don't put in the current battery. I put it in anyway. I'm shooting neg film. So no battery in this camera. This does take a battery because this has the meter. This is the metered version. The middle oh, one. Okay. So, little shutter speed dial here. It's well, also the version that gave you um, hot shoe. Hot shoe. Oh, I knew it. Um, and a PC outlet. I'm sorry, there's no hot no, shoe. No, it's PC, PC outlet. outlet. It's PC outlet. You had to will that work? Can we will, share? That, will the shutter fire without the battery mm. in it? Yes. Okay, just the meter won't work. The meter does not work. to it? That's amazing. Yeah. So, without the meter, oh. it's still fully manual. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Good old Sunny 16 rule. Great. So. Uh, Darren, now, do you have a case of. Gear acquisition syndrome. Like, do you are you looking at this camera? Are you like, ooh? Like, would you? I am. I do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, when I'm, you see something, I've, well, I've I've calmed oh, yeah. down a lot. Okay. Buying gear. You did it well. Now and again, I'll see something that mm, that's nice, and that is. I this, am sort yeah. of looking for a quality half frame camera. Ooh, have, oh, have you shot with a half frame camera yet? Yeah, I mean, I've got two. I've got my Diana Mini's half frame, okay. and I've got the LC wide can be set to half frame as well. Wow. Okay, but um. I still love like an Olympus pen half frame. Wow. Well. That's, a, that's an oxymoron yeah. that the LC wide so can be clean. set to half frame. It just I know it's Dan's weird. digging it's in. It's like a panoramic half frame yeah, camera. Like you're digging in. Oh, it's I just it's it's really cool. Dan and Mark just always dig in. You need to get a Mercury two. Oh, if you want Mercury a half frame. Two. That's the that's the most oh. fun yeah, half frame. The oh, it is with the, the parking meter. Yeah, yeah. You to London, oh, I love those. Yeah, that that's right. I had it in London. Yeah, that's crazy. I would love to have more lenses for this, but the lenses adapted to many things. They're still in use. They adapt the lenses to digital, uh, so the lenses still hold their own very well financially. Now, oh, is Mark's cool. camera the Olympus Pen a EE in the same family? Newer. Newer, much newer. The pen, the, yes. so the pen EE. Well, they went backwards. The E. Yeah. Yeah. So what they did was they took the the pen F and they right. they they decided Dumbed to, it down? to dumb it down. So the pen EE has, um, well, my my version has a it's a selenium meter. It's a really distinctive because it's got the selenium well, meter around yeah. the lens. Yeah. It still has that looks sort different. of pen look. Yeah, looks it sort of generally looks similar, but um, it's got the selenium meter around the lens. It's um, it's also a half frame. That thing is amazing, I'll tell it, you. It's just so this, it's yeah. So the pen, 
And I, the cool thing about this, uh, so unfortunately, talking about issues with this is again any old camera with a selenium meter on it. The meter's dead on mine. It doesn't doesn't really work at all. But works anyway. It works anyway because what it's actually got, it's really cool. It has an auto exposure system Ooh. on it where the dial, the outer dial, you actually set the well the ASA, but the ISO of your film, nice. and the the camera goes from. Unfortunately, it's kind of useless anyway, but it, it goes from 10 all the way up to 100 ISO, so you can shoot any film that exists for it. But then, if you keep turning the dial, on the back side of the dial are manual apertures. So even though my meter is dead, I can still just tell it to shoot at 2.8, tell it to shoot at 11, tell it to shoot 16. Mm. So since my meter is dead, I just shoot it manually, and it's a fixed 160th shutter speed. Mm. Wait a minute. Ah. You talk to this camera? I do. It does what you say. Hello, Mark. <laughs> uh, there was a later version of it that had uh, two different shutter speeds, but but again, it's got the PC. Um, oh no, I'm thinking of a different camera. Never mind. Yeah, this camera has nothing on it. it does not have a PC port. It's junk. Throw it I'm out. Thinking of yeah. So yeah, it's. Uh, where did Frank? you get it? Flea market. Okay. Got it a couple of weeks ago. Coincidentally, it's a zone focus too. I should also add, it's not an SLR or a rangefinder, even just a plain old zone focus. I shot with it. It's fun. It takes twelve years for you to get the roll done. Well, I was smart. I, the the roll that I put in it was a roll of that eight shot evidence film. Oh. Which ah. even on that, I got twenty. Pictures out. Oh, because it's a uh, yeah, right. Because it's eight plus. Eight days. And how was the quality? You get some work with that. Uh, it's very good. I think the focus on mine is a little bit off. So a couple of my mine were a little soft, but the ones that came in focus are are very good. I love half frame. I just like the look of the the portrait orientation. What is this like drive time radio? I know. Right. <laughs> He's just saving you trouble on the sound effects later. You would think. I need to ask a question. Oh, yes. Darren has a question. Well, Leslie, you mentioned. Pancake lens. Yes. Yeah, I'm no idea what pancake lens. Pancake lens, lens our, our little term for an incredibly tiny profiled lens, right. a little pancake. Would that oh. look like a pancake? So it makes, it makes that camera look like this camera. Yes, exactly. Right, wow. Mm-hmm. In this they case, call them flapjack lenses in England. Cray. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Cake. Cray fry lenses. The crepe lens. That's a pinhole. Canon just released a brand new EOS lens. Yep. A 40 millimeter. Did you see that? Yeah. 40 millimeter. My hand was on the trigger like four or five times yep. already. I'm like, Ugh, uh, a, how much? Canon EOS lens. Yep. 40 millimeter. I'm going to say it was like 200 bucks. Yep. That's not bad. Two, Pull the trigger. Two, 230 or something like that. Amazon is the cheapest price. And yeah. I'm like, this. Uh, uh, Pull the trigger. I see, Leslie, you have an awful lot of literature for the uh, Olympus pen. Like, yes, yeah. the pen and, and the XAs I brought along. What uh, yep. what do we need to... What's that? I have an XA. XA. That's Dane's camera. The we XA. haven't gotten Dane's Do camera. we need to cover some more on the pen F yet? Or do no, we... I just... I got the lens off, and it's kind of freaky to look at it because we're used yeah. to taking the lens off a 35 SLR, right. and the mirror goes up to the top, flies up. This goes sideways. Is that right? Now, the Olympus uh, pen E-E. does not have that side mirror. No, it's a zone focus. It has zone no focus. mirrors. So no it's mirrors a range at all. Finder. No. Because it's a range finder. No, yeah. zone. Zone. Yeah. Mm. Oh, not even a range finder. No, no. Uh, no it's just, uh, yeah, you just one guy, three guys, mountain. Olympus trip. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One guy. Trip. Do you have an Olympus trip, 35? Yes. One bloke. Yeah, yeah you do. Oh, yeah, one fella. So, how about you, John? Do you have an Olympus <laughs> trip, 35? No, not yet. Uh, where does the this whole XA okay. series start? So here's the cool thing about the X. Yeah. That's 80s, 80s, right? Yes. But there's there's the X. I've had I have two XA2s just because yeah. I found them and they were they and they're and it's a really sharp camera, but it's zone focus, so it only has it's like the, uh, the LCA in the sense that you got the you know close medium far thing, and uh, which is cool, but it, and it's you know and you can't really you can't set your uh, it's a zone focus. It's a stripped down version of the XA, which 
same flea market two weeks ago. This is where we, I got this one. And in the box, you know, and everything like that, 10 bucks, you know, can't. I was, <sighs> and the flash, 11? Flash came on it, yeah. And I, have the, and I have a 13, too, uh, also. Uh, 16. 16. Is it 16? 16. 9, 11, 16. But the coolest thing I always liked about this is, you know, you have a 2.8 lens, so, mm. and so you, you, you know, unscrew the, this is all you have to take out with you, yeah, you know. Yeah, beautiful. It's small. It's, there's nothing to it. And the, the, so that's the XA2, which is still a great camera, but I've always heard about the XA. It was, oh, is it an XA or XA2? I'm going to say two. Like, oh, okay. But... Who will take that away from Jim? But the XA... Can I see that? Yeah, sure. There you go. Hey! You can get it back at the end of the day. <laughs> so the XA takes is cool. XA. But the XA was before the Don't XA2? Be they were all pretty They're all They're all kind of the same time? Pretty much introduced together. Okay. XA, XA2, mm-hmm. slash 3. Slash 3. And then there's a And four. the XA4. I just kept making... All at the same just, time? Mm-hmm. So the XA... Oh, absolutely. Yes. Here's what people like about the XAs. The XA actually adds the ability as a rangefinder, so now it's got the whole you know the ghost mm. image and you can set you can force the aperture setting so yes. it's got two, 2.8 down to uh you know up to 22 and then you know and then flash but um so it's for me i like i it's that much more fun to work with because now you you know i always like to be able to set set i want to interact with the camera i don't want to just set it to close and go click you know i want to be able to you know, make me work a little bit. How long have you been shooting with this? Uh, this one I've only had a couple of weeks, but I, I already, you know, but you uh, I've XA? already put two rolls through it. And the XA2 of those I've shot for, I guess, since that was one of the first ones yeah. I got. And it's, it's a, like when we were on, the great thing like the XA2 is when we were on with driving trip or something. You keep right. it in the glove compartment and whoever's passenger seat, they don't need to know anything. They can just pull it out, set it to mountain and take pictures. And got some great shots, road shots that way. Telling someone to set it to infin, you know, in, mm. infinity might. What? Huh? I'm not doing math. Time space yeah. continuum. Uh, what? Yeah, right. Matt, just tell them mountains. Yes. Yeah, that one you just tell them mountains. So this one you would have to actually tell them. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, it's sharp, sharp for, in the size and the you know, with a flag, you can't beat it. A one, amazing. Oh my god, do it again. So you click up to get the flash. Who wants a picture? Who wants? Oh yeah, that's a good look. That's a good look. With the mic standing there, it doesn't even sound like it fired. No, nope. So like you sati- you satisfied with those cameras? Yeah, and the, well, the other part is you know it's got uh, the auto exposure is really solid on it, in the sense you know it'll hold this thing will keep the shutter open for like ten seconds yeah. if you're in the if you if you're in the dark mm-hmm. for like long exposures and things. So cool. for the size and for the you know and the, what the quality that you get, I think it's 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 one you're going to be one of your best bets for a small camera, you know. That's just the right amount of auto. If you find a four, never hesitate. Re- what, now, what's the difference the between four? Four is wide angle, twenty-eight, oh. and it has a real nifty lens strap on it because it's macro, and you pull the lens strap out, and that's as close. Oh. Oh. Or you pull out a second generation, and that's the second closest setting on it that Ooh. you can get. So oh. the XA fours, wow. there weren't as many, but I've never even heard. Yeah, I've never heard one, it. It's, it's got a macro on it. Good it to know. Does. Now, now to how come for. you always hear about For the a two? Both of them. Really? Yeah. yeah. XA2, XA2. You never hear XA4. Are they rare? XA2's XA, all over the place. It was the least expensive one. That was the cheap one, yeah. The easiest to use, so it hit a big market. And nobody usually buys a small camera with just a wide angle in it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, it has film in it, but you guys are welcome to check it out if you want. No, it's oh. a piece of No. Okay, I figured that's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I touched it. Well, John, why don't you talk it. about your Olympus camera? I don't have one. Oh, oh you do now? You do. I have, a, I have Olympus Stylus. That's it. You have an Olympus awesome. Stylus Epic. You've used it. I have a Stylus Epic. 
the I Stylus love that Epic one. is epic. That well, is it's, mm. it's the go-to point-and-shoot camera love that, that I camera. have. It's one of my favorite Well, cameras. now I have a Leica Mini, so that's my kind of yeah, new go-to. that Leica Mini is just a re- like some rebranded something-something, isn't it? No. Stylus. Tell, tell them the secret about the, the, about the Epic, the Stylus Epic. Oh, the you secret put setting. the... You know the secret setting? Oh, where you can keep the shutter open? You put the flash to... On the moon. Half moon. Yeah, yep. half moon. And what it does is after it flashes, the shutter stays open For to expose your background. Right. Right. Then it, you can move it around and do yep. cool stuff with it. It's yeah. awesome. You know, that's the funny thing is that's the reason I bought the first yeah. uh, film stuff in the first place because I was looking at Mike's stuff of Smooth Sailor shots where oh. he had all this crazy light effects. Yeah. And I'm like, how the, the hell do you do that? So then I went and read his tags and it says, you know, Olympus Stylus Epic. And I'm like going, you mean he just did, you know, he did that with a, a like, I thought this was going to be something from the 30s or something, some yeah. old camera. Went on and bought, bought one for five, five or six bucks on eBay and got it home and Talk, you showed me the setting in it. Yeah. And then, you know, so that's one of my... You have a stylus Epic as yeah. well? Yeah. Those are great. another great Love cameras it. just put in your pocket. Yep. Oh, yeah. 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 It's good for the beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's excellent for the beach. And for concerts, I take the Stylus 80. Ooh. It's a little bit smaller, isn't it? Yeah, listen, listen to this. Yep, that's right. Look at that little thing popping in and out. That's <laughs> right. I think R2 they also D2. make a Stylus 100. They make a 120. Yes. A 140. Huh. The lens is like ridiculous. Absolutely, yes. It's, re- it's like. <laughs> 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 and they make a wide version of that too in that it's family. Like bender. I would have been better off oh, maybe behave. with a longer <laughs> lens for the Mike Nesmith concert. Maybe, yes. Yeah. Why? And you were five sp- feet away. And a little uh, faster. Oh, wait, film. that's the other one. Yeah. He died. Do we cover everything? What do you have there, Becky? What's that? Who makes that? Oh, Canon. Yeah, can you uh, put a little sound effect in the microphone there? It's totally rude. Oh, listen to that. Well, I think we covered it for this show, folks. Yeah, we read letters. We talked about cameras. We played a song. We ate candy from the UK. Played some music. We drank Mrs. Oh, yeah. We went on a song. Oh, okay. We went on a song. Darren, you're a super guest. Want to go out on a song? How you doing with sleep, by the way? Fine. Oh, good. Well, good. You guys are regular now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, if not, you can always go get some of that chloride stuff. <laughs> the doctors. It was kind of um, woken up uh, early. People started working in New York on the roads real early. Yeah. Outside of hotel. It's the city that never sleeps. It's actually the city that never lets you sleep. Yeah, that's, yeah. Well, no, sleep's fine. Yeah, okay. Well, what do you want to go out on? Anything you like? Could be new, could be old. Do you know the lute? Do you know you, you, Are you an artist like you're like, no, I don't play Lucha Libre. Like, no, it's from my, that's from the past. I don't think I know it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I could do Dead Jennifer. Oh, yes, that's a great one. Now, that's a little ditty yeah. about a woman who's crossing the road right. to get her coffee. Yep. But one day, she's crossing and there's a motorbike. Yep. Yep. It's just simple, easy peasy, but you saw it and you didn't do anything about it. Well, <laughs> nice. I kind of got the lyrics wrong because if you really read them, it seems like I saw it and didn't do anything, but I was also riding the bike as well, so it's a bit mixed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I Wait, thought, you, you're the one on the bike? At the end I am, but in the middle I'm sort of watching it. So Did I you see know. this actually? Is this <laughs> true? Is this, changing it. is this a true story? No. Okay. No. no we'll what inspired it. it? Did you see something in the, you know, in the globe? Another song where a girl. Gotta be honest. No, it was just in my head. It just. What's the paper over there in the UK? The, the trashy one where there's UFOs and Daily all sorts Mail. Of... Daily Mail's trash. The Sun's trash. 
News of the world is trash. They're all trash. What's that one we got a picture of John reading? <laughs> oh, the Sunday sports. Oh, yeah, what's one with all the porn in it? <laughs> that, is, that is real trash. That is yeah. some trashy stuff. But in many ways, it's possibly the most honest newspaper there is. <laughs> That's true. Because you know exactly what you're getting with. Yeah. Yes, you do. John got a subscription to that It's one. sort of like, yes. you, get, you get the son that has got page three girls... Which is a bizarre concept. We'll get a newspaper, but on page three, we'll have a lady with the boobs out. Yep. Are they honest, though? <laughs> well, or are and, they fake? And then news. But the, the sports is like a satire of all that. So there's yeah. lots of ladies with the boobs out and ridiculous stories that are all made up. But it's almost the most honest newspaper because of that. No, it's cool. The Inquirer would sell a lot better. Oh, God. Oh, if yeah. they adopted that format here in the States. Three. Oh, yeah. But I, but I don't buy it. I'd like to stress that I don't read I those don't papers. <laughs> and to the listeners at home, Darren is winking at us as he says that. And his fingers are crossed. <laughs> so, this is Dead Jennifer. What do you got, G? Sing G. What album is this on? This is on the No Pockets EP. You no know, Pockets EP? How First do you get track, there? Uh, balladpop.bandcamp.com. Great. It's over on the right hand side. It'll be on our show notes. What show? Cool. <laughs> okay. Jennifer's a girl you used to see around the place But now she's gone Yes, she's gone To that great gig in the sky She never had the chance to say goodbye Oh, Jennifer why did you have to die? Every Monday morning she would cross the busy road to get her coffee. She liked it strong, always waited for the lights. But one day she just didn't see that bike Oh Jennifer, it gave you such a fright Jennifer, I wonder if you're listening to this song Never had the chance to say I loved you all along I watched you every single morning You saw the bike, you didn't hear my warning Jenny, please Jennifer's a girl you used to see around the place But now she's gone Yes, she's gone To that great gig in the sky I'd love to see you when it's time to die I saw the bike, I must apologize Yeah! <laughs> hey, we'll see you in two weeks <laughs>